everybody, and welcome to Good Luck High Five, episode 431. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're having a blast playing some Strixhaven drafts. Absolutely. Or you're playing Standard, which looks exactly the same. <laughs> we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, Megan alluded to it, this is normally the show when we talk about all the new exciting decks in Standard, and... Here's the thing. We're going to tell, tell you about some new decks in Standard or new yes. adjacent decks. New adjacent is a very good way to describe them. <laughs> but are they good? Normally, we have a pretty no. good idea if they're going to be good. I, do, I don't Shouldn't know if these like decks it. are good. So, But we're going to tell you about them in, yes. the, in the hope that one of them will break through. Yes. At least one of them will break through and become a player in Standard. And then we're going to invent our own magical Christmas land where we're going to erase some cards from existence. Yep. Good luck and if I bans. Yes. And say which cards we hope would rise to the top in the wake of those things disappearing. I mean, honestly, I'm. it's a big question for me. I, I don't know when, you know, the ban committee, they do it whenever they see fit. But I mean, yeah. like, when they might say, hey, we're just not getting enough action out of Strict yeah. Save and we need to make a decision. Like, what if we're just going to ban some things because life is boring? Yeah, I mean, they might. They might. And we're like, hey, it's a pandemic. Like, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Right? I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Shake up standard. I mean, yes. I, I honestly would not care at shake this point. Shake it like a snow globe. I thought you were going to say like a shake and bake chicken packet. Why would I say the exact <laughs> phrase? Shake and bake. Shake it like a shake and bake chicken packet. Chicken packet. I don't know. Chicken packet? You know, like you'd have the shake and bake crumbs and you put the chicken in the shake and bake inside the little thing and then you shake it. You're just talking about like a, a plastic bag? Correct. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> We're also going to do a Strixhaven story time because we got to get caught up in the magic story in Strixhaven. That's right. What's going on? Well, we'll we'll start just barely mining the top of what's happening. Excellent. On magic's newest plane. I'm wondering what the top layer of earth is called. The dirt. The crust? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the crust? Like, it probably you, is the crust. If you're talking about like the earth as a whole... Right? Because it's like the crust, and then it's like the magma, and then it's the core. And then on top of the crust, what about the stuffed crust? Where does that happen? Do you think that the earth has a, like, what is a volcano but a, but stuffed, a stuffed crust? Of the earth? <laughs> oh, so true. Exactly. Now wow. I'm getting hungry. Pizza, you can have that one for free. Some geologist out there is real mad right now. <laughs> we, we, well, I mean, they like, don't even know why. They're just was, like, wait a second. I feel a disturbance in the force. You know, it wouldn't be an episode of Good Luck High Five if we didn't offend somebody in some science practice yeah, somewhere. No, you're not wrong. Before we get started on our episode, though, we have some people to thank. First and foremost are the patrons of this show, and especially, huge big thank you shout outs to Chris and Mike, who have Yay. become patrons since our last show. Thank you so much, Chris and Mike, and everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Come become a member of our family. Join Join our Discord, get some great rewards yes. for being patrons, it's and support the creators that you love and listen to every single week. It makes us feel so wonderful every time we get a notification that we have a new patron. Yes. Legit. And so. it makes this show happen. Absolutely. Also making this show happen is Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the best place to go if you are looking to get some magic singles from Strixhaven into oh, yeah. your life. Absolutely. Go to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Jeff, that's our affiliate link, like mm -hmm. Megan said. Fast shipping, great customer service. You can buy Strixhaven now because yep. it's out there in the world. You looking at picking up some mystical archive cards for your sweet commander deck Ooh. because you need it to look aces? Bling it out. No better place to go. Absolutely. Uh, great company. We highly support them. So why don't you support them with your dollars? Say good luck, high five. They'll give you a token or a sticker in your order for free. And, you know, what's free these days? I mean... Not much. Um, like a like a nice walk. <laughs> I thought you meant like a cooking pan. No, like a walk. <laughs> a walk. A walk. I was like, where is Megan getting these free walks for stir fry? <laughs> Man, you know, this episode's already off the rails. <laughs> 
Let's talk about standards, shall we? Yes. We've got some standard decks that are trying. Yeah, they're trying really hard. And Maria, you've been mentioning this for a while, that you think because Wizards of the Coast is kind of dialing down the power level of their sets a little bit. Yeah. That cards won't be as impactful or new sets won't be as impactful for a little while as we wait for stuff like companions <laughs> to just slowly make their exit from standard. By Throne of Eldraine. And I think that that certainly looks right now to be pretty true. You know, this is just a hypothesis. It's not yep. been like confirmed by anybody at Wizards of the Coast, but I thought like perhaps after we saw kind of the disaster <laughs> from Throne of Eldraine, I mean like with Oko and all the rest of it, yeah. that they probably thought, wait a second, the fire design philosophy philosophy was a little too fiery yes. as it were and we were designing cards that were a little too busted yeah. and we need to draw it back and so we're seeing that with the most recent sets which means we have to wait until the fall when we have rotation yeah. until we say goodbye to them but because of that the new sets which are lower power level which we'll see the benefits of after the fall mm-hmm. um, ha- are not going to be players in formats like standard and I think there's been a I can make an emblematic example here between Throne of Eldraine and Strixhaven so Throne of Eldraine's premier one draw is Edgewell Innkeeper, right? Yeah. Card is great. Uh, all over the place. All over the place. All over the place. In a bunch of decks, doing its thing, drawn yep. cards as a one drop. In Strixhaven, what can we look to <laughs> that might be similar? What is it, like Star Pupil? Uh, Eye Twitch? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are Real not, dot, dot, dot here. not comparable at all. And no. it's just kind of like one like tiny example of yeah. the power level shift. Uh, and I think that it's also interesting because, right, the fire design philosophy came out of this place of like they're trying to make a magic that is fun to play. And yes. it's like dynamic and exciting. And I think it's really cool to look at Strixhaven and even call time yeah. and say these are sets that aren't as po- the cards aren't as individually powerful right sure but they're a blast to play absolutely it doesn't need to be exclusively super busted creatures yes there's more than one way to get a fun experience or walkers yeah exactly it doesn't need to be things that are just wildly overpowered and it's all relative right yeah. I mean, like we've been seeing power creep come up and up and up and up over the years, you know, yes. if you've been playing for a very long time, yeah. you know, the creatures now are absolutely nothing compared to what they were back then, though they were very weak. Yes. Um. So like on it, it's like if you craft the environment, guess what? Your two four with reach might be an extreme bomb, depending on the cards that are around it living in yes. this in this world. But these days you get Elder Gurgur on. Yeah. <laughs> Five mana, six, six. Five mana, six, six, baby. Make a three, no three. Big deal. Game like. Draw cards. Vigilance. Vigilance. Trample. Reach. Reach. Yeah, that card's absurd. That card didn't need three words on it. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say. Uh, Do you know questing? Okay, speaking of lots of words on cards, questing beast. Yes. I saw um, Andrew Brown, who works for R&D over Wizards of the Coast, tweet out the other day that questing beast was kind of a joke. I don't know if he's being serious, but like a joke about how many words are on a card. And I was like, really? How? I don't get it. Because there's so many words on Questing Beast. People always are like, LOL. I yes. can't read this bo- novel when I play a card. Vigilance, Death Touch, Haste, Reach. Can't be bo- blocked by. No, not Reach. Doesn't have Reach? Can't. No. Okay. Can't I be blocked you. by creatures with power two or less. Yes. Etc. cetera. Et cetera. Anyway, uh, that was a side note. Um, But yeah, I, it does give me hope the fact it's weird yeah. the fact that Strixhaven isn't dominating standard is giving me hope yes for the future so we just gotta we gotta wait right now for uh something nice in the future and uh, hopefully we won't have to wait too long because perhaps the band committee is thinking Maybe. hey we're all waiting around here nothing's happening in standard we need to stir the pot we're yeah. gonna make a few bands i'm okay with it could happen pot. yeah not me everybody too. is but. not everybody is understandably but you know yeah it's like the marshmallow test Except that the, they found that the marshmallow <laughs> test actually only tested how much kids trust adults. <laughs> it wasn't about it wasn't about patience or waiting or anything. It was just about do you trust an adult to actually give you more marshmallows later? Like I think it's okay if you don't. You know what? As an adult, I have learned that all of my trust in adults as a child was severely misplaced. Oh yeah, it absolutely was. I mean, nobody knows how to do their job. Everybody's just guessing. I'll be honest. Eat the marshmallow now, y'all. <laughs> Why wait? That's some advice from me to you today. People build roller coasters. <laughs> I just trusted them. I mean, there's a little, I guess there's science there, but like. Yeah, I guess we don't know. Like, we don't know enough 
You know what I'm saying? As an adult, I see so many people doing jobs yeah. that they absolutely should not be doing. <laughs> to be fair, though, uh, some of the engineers that we know are some of the most competent people that we know. That's true. That's true. Like, we have one friend who's an engineer. Yeah. Who I very much trust. Yeah. She's great. She's great. But to be fair. She can build my roller coaster. She can build a roller coaster. <laughs> but she also tells us stories about her coworkers that make me think that yeah, I do not want them don't, building my roller want, coasters. I don't want them to build my roller coasters. Yeah. Good point. Anyways. Where were we? Moving on. So here's the thing. Standard right now, we haven't had a pro level event, so we haven't had like the bar set, quote unquote. Yes. Um, we're waiting for league weekend, yeah. um, May 15th and 16th to come up to kind of show us that. But yeah. we do have some smaller tournaments that we can draw from as a kind of a, an idea of where standard is headed. Yes. And the overall idea is nothing's changing. Yeah. 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 That's the overall idea. I'm going to take us on another sidestep for a second let's go well while we talk about there not being a premiere event for several weeks yeah because just the like last weekend we were talking about oh, yeah how good would it be if there was a pro tour or pro tour equivalent mythic championship this weekend? right now yep absolutely we want, like tie it back to the set releases again in my opinion yeah i think we just got to do it yeah i think the issue is that probably they don't want an event to go live while well, there might be problems on arena with bugs. Yes. To that, I respond, let's push your bug date back and get more <laughs> testing, hopefully, to yeah. find these before the big problems might occur. Yeah. I know you're not going to have the same amount of testing that you would have like mm-hmm. when thousands and thousands of people play your game. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I think the benefits outweigh the potential issues. I agree. That's my opinion on that. Or when it's like back in paper again, as fingers paper crossed for it sure. will be. Yeah. Like just tie it to it again because we want to see new cards. We want to see the pros drafting Strixhaven. Absolutely. Give the people what they want. Yeah. I We're think the people. And like, that's what we want. If you're making a big magic show, right? Yeah. You want it to be exciting. You want it to be fun. You want people to watch. Yeah. Now there's a lot of work you have to do if you're doing an old format. Yes. You know, I, oh, I'm going to put old in quotes or whatever. Several weeks old format yeah. to get people to be interested in watching. However, if that format is brand new, brand new, you don't have to do any oh, of that work because no. it's all built in for you. Oh. It's already exciting. People, People want to watch. They want to see the new cards. We talked about this on the upkeep a few weeks ago. Uh, the Hooglandium uh, historic event that happened had tons of viewers. So many viewers because it was right when the set was on yes. Arena for the first time. People were playing people with the new cards. Wanted to see it. People want to see it. Do so it. yeah. So that's that's a sincere request from both of us here yeah. at Good Look High Five Studios to move uh, big events closer to set releases. And if there's a bug, you know what. I, I I say okay, okay because okay. I think you're going to get a lot more uh, benefits from it in the long run. Yeah. All right. Now we can talk about standard decks that are trying. Okay. <laughs> These are standard decks that Here are really go. trying. They're yes. really trying. Hopefully they'll end up as something. Yes. So there is a blue red or Prismari Magma Opus deck. Are you going to say is it or Prismari going forward? Ooh, I'm going to say Prismari. It's cooler word. It is a cooler word. It's longer to say. Anyway. Anyways, uh, this Prismari deck, which is focusing on things like Galazeth Prismari, which is our founder dragon oh, for that yeah. house, which is two blue red for a three, four flying. When it enters the battlefield, create a treasure token. Artifacts you control have tap at one mana of any color. Spend this mana only to cast instant or sorcery spells. I mean, look, if we had Galazeth yeah. in an artifact set, that would be kind of sweet. Yeah. And also, it just pairs so nicely with Goldspan Dragon. That's a good point. Goldspan Dragon says, here's treasures for you. And Galazeth says, you don't even have to sack them. Or Goldspan Dragon comes in and Galazeth is like, there's already treasures around. And also you're attacking with two dragons. And also you're attacking <laughs> with two dragons. So so good job you're doing it. Yes. Uh, this also has one of my favorite uncommons in I it, love this card. Which is Expressive Iteration. This is blue and red for a sorcery. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand. One of them on the bottom of your library. And exile one of them. You may play the exiled card this turn. Great little card in draft. Yes. Cool to see it here in standard. I always have to, for some reason... I'm choosing when I'm playing this card. Oh, I'm yeah. always You're just like, like wait, wait. where is this card going? Wait. Which one's going where? <laughs> what am I doing with it? It, okay. it could be a little clearer on Arena. I yes. will say that. <laughs> it could be. Um, yeah, this card's also playing All Runs Epiphany to take extra mm-hmm. turns. And of course, Magma Opus. Yes. I um so you're just like hasting this like hasting. You're casting this Magma Opus early. That's the whole idea behind this deck. Sure, why not, man? 
And that deals four damage divided as you choose among any number of targets. Tap two target permanents, create a 4-4 four, four blue and red elemental creature token, draw two cards. All right. At instant speed, no less. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, you know what? I'm into it. There's hey, that's Prismari <laughs> yeah. all the way doing, um, doing that. There's also an Is It Tempo deck that is more of like what we've already... Sorry, hiccups. Whew already seen yeah uh, but this is also playing prismari command okay which i you know i like a little three mana instant choose two it deals two damage to any target target player draws two cards then discards two cards target player creates a treasure token or destroy target artifact so this deck is similar <clears throat> because we are playing magma opus we are mm-hmm. playing all runs epiphany but we're doing a little bit more tempo stuff because we've got three copies of brazen bower and we've also got like shark typhoon yes Shark Typhoon. The shark. The shark alert. <laughs> yes. Now, I think one of the decks that we've both been like excited to see yes. uh, are some flavors of Winota deck that are sort of resurfacing thanks to our little double-striking Blade Historian. Yeah. I've You know, Winona's been around for a while, and maybe she's getting a resurgence here. Mm-hmm. Blade Historian's a 2-3 for 4 mana, all hybrid red-white mana symbols. Creatures Attacking creatures you control have double-strike. Yes. I've, and importantly... Yeah. It's a human. Yeah. So when you attack mm-hmm. with all of your non-humans, when you have Winota on the battlefield, you are hopefully going to find this human oh, and put yeah. it into play. Smash. <laughs> Just be like, Smash. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Everything has double strike now. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. Yes. Um, I played around with this deck a little bit uh, yesterday to try and see how it felt. Uh, it seems cool. Is it competitive enough? Probably not in a world of ultimatums, but you guess you never know. It can yeah. get people out of nowhere with Blade Historian, that's for sure. The version I was running had Hacto. In. So if you have Ooh. Hactos and Blade Historian, you're dealing just 12 to them casual, <laughs> you know, if they can't block it, which nice. chances are they might not be able to. Nice. Um, this, this deck also runs Elite Spellbinder, which is the mm-hmm. new Paulo Vito Domodorosa card. Yep. It also has some early like drops like Usher of the Fallen. This is the one mana Spirit Warrior. It's a two one with boast for one and a white create a one one white human warrior creature token okay so you've got like some nice uh one drops it has professor of symbology well this is not a human it's a core cleric no. so that works and it's a one and a white and you learn so you can <gasps> see there's learn. a i know there's inkling summoning one copy in the sideboard <laughs> spirit summoning okay. one copy in the sideboard i mean sure like some value okay some like value. you get a two drop and you get to go get a non-human three drop which I is mean, pretty solid yeah i i you know i'm i was wondering if we'd see any kind of learn pop up in standard yeah um and i guess we're seeing it here is just like shrug like yeah we're gonna draw a card that's mildly relevant <laughs> mildly relevant <laughs> you know yeah there's also a boros version of this one i guess the other one was boros too but this is like a, a dog version of this dog version which i am very into um it has four copies of alpine <laughs> hound master yes uh four copies of pack leader which is the dog lord obviously the blade historian and then three copies of selfless savior three copies of alpine watchdog three of bolt hound three of igneous oh, it's just a dog version it's just the dog version of this deck <laughs> very into it i'm i'm about it hey sure why not why also not? put an ember cleave on those dogs exactly go to town dogs with the, the sword. Skulls, draw some cards hey I think that this deck is spicy. And Thumbs fun. up. Thumbs yeah. up on your dog Winota deck, friend. Good job. Another deck that um, I ha- happened to see in action this past weekend um, hosting the Extra Life Charity Tournament. There was a magic tournament within that larger tournament. So it was a Simic Flash deck. Now, Ooh. we've seen Simic Flash in the past, but this yeah. one has got some new Quandrix cards in it, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. It's got a Dragon's Guard Elite, yep. which puts counters on itself, uh, which I think is pretty nice. Uh, it has um, Quandrix Command. Yep, uh, playing Eureka Moment, which yeah. I've heard some people speculating on Eureka Moment being just a larger, more expensive growth spiral. Growth spiral. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. You get to draw two cards. Yeah. Um, like maybe that becomes a thing. Three copies of div- Divide by Zero and three Decisive Denial, which is yeah. the fight or counter, prism- or excuse me, Quandrix card. Yeah, pretty spicy. I'm into this. I would like to see this do well, I yeah. think. I um, hate it because I hate all flash decks. Well, all right. <laughs> but <laughs> Maria's a grumpy Gus. doesn't like it. I'm a grumpy Gus about flash decks for sure because I. how many times have I attacked into a 4-4 wolf? Let's, let's just, you know. Call it like it is. Too many. Too uh, many. 
There's also a Golgari mid-range deck. Yeah, so we're going to talk about a couple flavors of Gol- Golgari or Jun, and these ones are playing with some of the new Witherbloom cards. Yeah. For instance, four copies of Eye Twitch in this version, which, of course, when it dies, lets you go get a lesson. Mm-hmm. So... And it's got Bayou Groff, which maybe yeah. you're going to cast it. You're going to go like I twitch into Bayou Groff. Hey, that's a pretty, I mean, that's pretty good even for for standard. Honestly. Yeah, that's spicy. Have a 5-4 on turn two. Turn two, 5-4, and you just drew a card? Yeah. I mean, in the sideboard, we've got Pest Summoning. We've got Necrotic Fumes yeah. as some uh, lessons. We have Mascot Exhibition. Okay, Why sure. not? <laughs> Introduction to Annihilation. Sometimes Environmental Science. Sometimes you just need it. Yeah. Um, basic Conjuration. This is like actually a ton of um, lessons. lessons in the sideboard. Yeah, I like it's it. pretty cool. Uh, we also have two copies of Black's Vesti- Vexing Pest. Black's. 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 Vexing Pest. Black's. Which I love this card name. Yes. And this is a Pest Lord. <laughs> because your pests, uh, what is it all? Such a Bats, pest lord. insects, snakes, and spiders all get plus one, plus one. When it dies, you gain four life, three, two for three mana. Uh, so that's a fun card to play with this with this deck. Um, yeah. And something that uh, Corey Baumeister is actually talking about is this deck plays two copies of Plum the Forbidden. If you remember this card from Draft. Ooh. Maria, I love casting a plum for forbidden. I mean, plum the forbidden. <laughs> plum for forbidden. <laughs> I would like one forbidden, please, or forbidden. however many you want, based yes. on how many creatures you kill. Ooh, what's the most number of cards that you've drawn with plum the forbidden? Me too. Oh, I'm not you doing it right. Coward. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. But I've seen people draw like five off of this. Yes, I don't think I. I haven't gotten to five, but I've definitely like. If I'm not casting it for at least three cards, I feel like I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you sacrifice a creature and you lose a life and draw a card. Every time you do that, it copies yeah. itself. So it's one in a black um, and you draw a card and lose a life as an instant. And you can sack any number of creatures that you yeah. want. And it copies it for each creature that you sacrificed. <sighs> it's just so good. So if you're sacrificing all these pests you're making, because P.S. there's yeah. 10 of the pests in this deck and whatever, you're just... Gaining all of the life and drawing all yep, of the cards. Drawing all the cards. What more do you want? So yeah, this deck very, very Witherbloom focused. Yes. Um, is it good enough? Likely not, but whatever. It's maybe too close, maybe too soon to tell. Yeah. Maybe, you know. It'll be fun no matter what. It's a yes. fun deck for sure. Yeah, yeah. I twitch. I twitch. You gotta love it. And speaking of making little things and sacrificing them and not caring, how about a Jund Bastion of Remembrance deck? Wow. Bastion of Remembrance, in case you need remembrance about it. <laughs> Tuna Black for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, you make a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token. Whenever a creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Sorry, I said Jund. I meant... Um, Mardu, but the, you love this card. Ooh, Bastion? Yeah. Yes. I I drafted so many very good Ikoria decks that were just black-white humans with this deck. Yeah. W- or with this card. So good. Uh, this also has four Plum the Forbidden. I mean, nice. yeah. And it's going all in. We're making so many pests. We've also got Eye yes. Twitch. We've got Serrated Scorpion, if Great. you know when it dies. We've got Kroxa in here because we're sacrificing and doing things. Woe Strider helping out with that. Immerstrom Predator helping out with that. Ecstas Orique Overlord. One white, black, black. This card doesn't exist, but doesn't anyways. Exist. I've never seen it. Two for a double strike. When Magecraft, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, return target non-legendary creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Mm-hmm. And then its its backside has uh, some sacrifice shenanigans. Awaken the Blood Avatar. Six black red for a sorcery as an additional cost to cast the spell. You may sacrifice any number of creatures. This spell costs two less to cast for each creature sacrifice this way. Hmm. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. Create a three, six black and red avatar creature token with haste. And whenever this creature attacks, it deals three damage to each opponent. Hey, that's not bad. Woo. For seven. Wait, eight mana. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, how much does that cost? I'm never here sacrificing a bunch of pests to get it out. Like, like, yeah. much three copies of hunt for specimens yeah uh this is a spicy little brew this is a spicy little brew bra (laughs) what is wrong with me today (laughs) that's a spicy little bra i like this deck i like the all of them that we've talked about though thank you people out there for being creative for people who are trying thank you for trying and not just saying i'm gonna play girl i'm gonna play some ultimatum I'm gonna. I'm just gonna play the I'm same thing as always. <laughs> no, 
No, we want some new toys, okay? Speaking of. Yeah. Maria, it has come time. Let's do it. For us to create the world in which we want to live. We're your new R&D overlords. Yes. Wow. Be afraid. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) We're just going to go ahead and ban some cards that we're like, be gone. We have the hammer now, wizards. That's right. And we're going to hammer away with it. So what are we banning, Megan? What's your first ban? Drown in the lock. I knew it. Get out of here. (laughs) Do you know what? You can have your rogues deck. And maybe can you can you, still play it. Can you, though? But you're not going to have Drawn no. in the Lock. Megan, Rose does not exist without Drawn in the Lock. That's right. It <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, I'm going to put the harder question on you. Okay. You can take something else from Rogues, but it can't be Drawn in the Lock. <gasps> what is it? Ruin Crab. Yeah, Ruin. No, some of them don't even play. Soaring Thought Thief. What about Enter Thief's the Story? Guilt. Ooh, Into the Story. Into the Story. Yep, you're right. Okay. I All think right. into the story. Into the story. Yeah, I wonder. Um, people, because I, I think people would still play rogues without into the story. Yeah. But it would be. It would be worse. 30% worse? Yeah. You wouldn't have those times when you're just like, finally. Finally. I got them. Yeah. I got all the resources away, and they're like, I draw one million more. I think it would knock that deck down just enough pegs for you to be happy. <laughs> I think so, too. Good call. All right. I'm banning Bone Crusher Giant. Yeah. This is a good This is a good call, I Get think. Get out of here. Like, do you know what? It's not an oppressive card. No. But it's keeping. It's but it keeping is stuff down. Yeah, it's it's um it's stomping. It's stomping all over decks On potential that want to be good, but they can't because they have too toughness. I'm looking yeah. at you, Blex Vexing Pest, for example. Yeah, great um, call. Great card. Like you don't want to spend three mana on something with two toughness with Bone Crusher Giant running around. No, you certainly don't. So this is actually my hottest um, prediction for if um, R&D does decide to ban things. I think Bone, think Crusher, Bone Crusher will be the first thing to go. Wow. There, you heard it first, or maybe fifth on this show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bone Crusher. It seems so unassuming, right? Yeah. But it is a just an oppressive pe- presence that's keeping cool stuff from occurring because it, of its existence. Yeah. I'm gonna put in there with it. I think that if you banned Edgewall Innkeeper, the format would just like turn on its head. But would that make well? Uh, would that make the Ultimatum deck too good? Do we need something well, like that? What if you take away Yorian? Okay, great. That's what we were like. Get out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, Yorian was the other. Like, I was just saying Edgewall and Keeper now because sure, it links sure. to what you're saying about Bone Crusher. Yeah. But like, let's get Yorian out of there too. Out. You know I love me that bird snack. But do you know what? I don't care. Goodbye. Goodbye, friend. Go live in the farm upstate, Yorian. Yeah. I'm done with you. Do you think that removing Yorian is enough? I was thinking about this and like, what would I, what would I take if not just Yorian? Yeah. And it's because it's difficult. Because you can't say like, oh, I'm in imba- I'm banning a merchant ultimatum. Cause then you're like, what's wrong with you? This card's absurd. Yeah. That like, card is so dumb. It costs like a billion dollars. Yeah. So many pips of mana. Yeah. That it would feel very strange to ban a card like that. Cultivate. <gasps> oh, Cultivate. <laughs> I like this face. How about face that? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Is cultivate the culprit? Well, Culprit-ivate. Cult. Never should have said that. <laughs> Regret everything. Oh, so yeah. Like what I like about our band list is that we can just add things to it as uh, willy nilly. No consequences. <laughs> Do you know what? Embercleave. Get in there. All right, Embercleave. I'm fine with that. It's just been around so long. I mean, these cards have been around so long. They've been around so long. Do you know how long Bonecrusher Giant has been in standard? Five years. A decade. (laughs) Like, seriously. Easily a decade. When did Throne of Eldraine come out? Last fall? No. What? When was it? It was like three years ago. (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) It was 2019, right? We can't possibly have been suffering for that long. Maria, I'm like pretty sure that we have been. Oof, we were in our our first release date, October 4th, 2019. Wow. How has it been here for so long? So long. So once fall hits so is long. when rotation is going to trigger because we only have one rotation trigger every year. Yeah. And it's in the, with the fall set release, which is going to be Innistrad. Innistrad. Uh, the first one. Innistrad one. Werewolves. Werewolves. So, hmm. Wow, we've got a while yet. <laughs> we do. Cards are in standard for forever. Yeah, they are. I good, mean, two years. Whatever, good or but. good or bad? Question mark. Probably good. Probably overall good. Yeah, I would but, say. But it's 
it is a long time. It's a long, long, long time. time. Wolf. It's been a long road. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. Well, save yourself from listening to it. It's a Discovery theme song. Star Trek Discovery. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Sure. <sighs> All right, Maria. So yeah. we've gotten rid of a whole swap We've made of our bands. What are cards that we you wish people would make work okay so i want i had so much fun with lore holden draft that yes. i want a lore hold standard deck same yeah i want a quintorius lore hold excavation deck. come on let's go quintorius give, give the people what they want yeah i think what we're basically saying what we want here is like the decks they make that are like standard pre-cons that people play with on arena in free yes. events <laughs> That's sure. That's, why not? No, I and I've tweeted this more than one time that I'm saying I'm not kidding. The power level of those pre-constructed standard free events on Arena is the power level yes. I want in standard. It's and a I'm, great time. I'm not being I'm not being facetious because F and M with Mr. Beast. I played yes. like this like dumb the yeah. black white life gain one, so cool. and I was like, this is so fun. Hey Megan, did you play Mr. Beast? No. Well, I mean, you won't know. He was incognito. Oh, I mean, I assumed that I did. <laughs> Statistically, statistically, no. we did not play Mr. Beast, but we don't know yet. We just don't That's know. True. Um, yeah, because it's just so fun. The, the decks are balanced well against each other, which is another reason for this. But like n- nobody's doing anything that you're just like, oh, table flip. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do or whatever? I, yeah. I just like that power level. That's more like, just Agreed. like, let's take it down a yeah. few notches. Um, I really want to see a Cody deck. OK, what would a Cody deck look like for you? It's just like, it's just cascading into spells. I think that'd be very fun. I think it would just be so fun. Yeah, I love that idea. You know what? You should build a Cody deck and try okay. it out. It's not Maybe, work, what about historic? Is Cody good enough for historic? Probably not. <sighs> Come on. It would be so great, though. It would be so good. It would be so fun. I put on All I want to do is cascade into, into Second Sun. Oh, okay. What is the card that I'm thinking of? Approach of the second sun. Thank you. Yep. I mean, you could just, you can just cast it. But what if I cascaded into it? (laughs) I guess that's better. (laughs) It is better, Maria. But can you, doesn't Cody only give you five mana? I mean, but you don't, like, not right away. Just about later. (laughs) Okay. Great. Um, Yeah, I I put lessons on this list because I just think that's that they're such a cool mechanic, and I would like to see them. What would happen if they were standard playable? And I we talked about some of the decks that do have them in the sideboard. Um, The real question for me moving forward is when we come back and come to Strixhaven again, and we have the evil Strixhaven schools, which we decided is what's going to happen. Evil Strixhaven. Um, What are those lessons going to look like? Yeah. And how do you make a lesson playable and not too busted for draft, but also playable in standard? Is there a way? I honestly don't. Know I don't is. know either because mascot exhibition is a wrecking ball. Seven mana make all the mascots. Yes. Someone cast against me yesterday. Only three of them, but yeah, it's still enough. Uh, I had it cast against me several times in, in draft, and then finally I drafted one. Great. And I was the one exhibiting mascots. You were exhibiting those mascots. I really was. Nice. I exhibited them <laughs> hard. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of goes as we were talking about uh, retriever phoenix. Yeah, retriever phoenix. Exactly. Like we want to see a retriever phoenix learn deck. Let's do it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Like arclight phoenix 2.0, but weirder. Yeah, but weirder. Exactly. We're not just doing the arclight phoenix thing. We've been there. We've it's done that. It's not just your graveyard. No. I don't know. It's weird lessons and cards that say learn. And do you want the phoenix or do you want to go to your sideboard? Exactly. Interesting decisions. Like, oh, do I do I actually want my phoenix to come back in and swing in, or do I want something? else for my sideboard like a removal oh, spell yes i love it i love those decision points retriever phoenix you're a classic example of this for me and i just want you to be in a deck yeah same um i really want to see something that makes use of echoing equation which is the three blue blue um other side of augmenter troll oh yeah where it copies all of the where creatures it, it makes something into copies of all of it which i also used in draft the other day <gasps> right because usually what did you, you just copy ca- i ca- i copied a frost trickster and just killed them in the air that turn <laughs> i was like oh i should play this troll and then i was like wait a second if i'm if i make all my creatures into burbs right now they just die Oh, that's great. And you can also tap everything down. Yes. 
Um, wait, no, because it doesn't ETB. It just oh, it, does, it just it. turns them into it. Okay. But it doesn't matter because you're attacking for 10 in the air. Great. They did. That's great. Um, it was very fun. Yes. And so I just want to see like a deck that makes maybe like a bunch of pests or something like that, or just like a bunch of tokens and then makes all those tokens into something great. Dumb and big. I love it. In this deck with lots of pests, perhaps we yes. can have Blex the Vexing Pest. Oh, yeah. Who we met in our earlier segment about deck lists. You met the Blexing Pest? We met Blex the Vexing Pest. I just called it the Blexing Pest. <laughs> he gets that a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I love Lord creatures. Obviously I'm a vampires player whenever that can happen. Um, and I think Blex making all of your weird, creepy things plus one plus one is great. Yeah. And you know, maybe that Blex sex. God, it's, Black a, sex. Oh, it's impossible <laughs> to say. Maybe I take it back. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe it will become a thing, but, um, if not here, I am on my little tree stump saying Blex get in standard. Yes. We wish it. We wish it. We wish it. Also, I want to see a red, white, or a red, blue Rowan and Will card draw. I want someone to have both Rowan and Will on the battlefield. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's cute. They're twins. They're twins. They want to hang out. Yes. Um, I I love. I mean, this card is really cool. Period. It is cool. I love having the flexibility. Although I only ever cast Will in draft. Yes. <laughs> but that um, being but said, but like Rowan has like her. Her plus ability gets better if yes. you have drawn more cards. So, like, I just want to draw cards. I think they would be so cool to have in a deck in standard. Also, what is Will's accent? Aren't they Scottish? I guess. Question mark. That's They're Scottish in the way that Domri was Scottish on Arena. And you're like, hmm. It was, wait, no. Domri was, like, Australian? No way. Dom, was Domri was, was something. What was No, Domri? I think Domri was Australian. <laughs> okay, we need to. Wasn't <laughs> Is there a way for us to find this out? I feel like somebody must have made a clip of Domri saying something. I remember just being like, maybe, I mean, maybe Um, this is emblematic of the issue here that we can't quite remember what. Okay. 173 voice lines from Domri. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, internet. (laughs) I I don't know what that is. I legitimately don't know what that is. (laughs) <laughs> you think I'm just gonna let you pace me? What is that, Cockney? We're really more of an anarchist collective. <laughs> I <Why> guess it, <laughs> it's. <laughs> put your put your microphone up to it. I okay, really need okay. people to hear this. What's <laughs> next? It's gonna hurt ya. We will rise again. <laughs> Nothing disgusts me more than law and order. <laughs> The TV show? No, no, put me back in. Ooh, you must be mad to tussle with me. Uh, it may not be the sharpest lock, but Pangrel answers to me. <laughs> okay, I think I can firmly say that he's attempting a Cockney accent. <laughs> Light Cockney. I don't know. That's okay, so Arena funny. Actor. Let's see if we can who is out. this. This person's great. Jason Spisak. 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 Thank um, you, Jason. Thank for you, Jason. Bringing us this joy. Yes. Why do they have so many voice lines for him? Um, because like it's for each of the um, right? Like each of the times he's been a planeswalker, he has different. Oh, sure. So is, are you looking up Jason? What's Jason done? He's from Pennsylvania. I knew it! I knew it! That's not the voice of a real Cockney person. If anybody really has that accent anymore. A real wow. British person. I can't believe that I'm Googling some random voice actor from Pennsylvania. He's, he's from Pennsylvania. We feel betrayed. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jason... Oh, Jason. Jason. Thank you (laughs) for that. Thank you, Jason. Anyways. (laughs) Now now we have to look up Will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Will. Will Rowan. Ken. Ken. Kenrith. Arena voice (laughs) actor. Billy Boyd. Wait, no way. No way. That's what it says. Uh, I refuse. The most famous in terms of high stakes celebrity is probably Billy Boyd, who voices Will Kenrith. Oh my God, Billy Boyd! Holy cow, I had no idea. <laughs> wow, that's pretty. That's pretty wild magic. You're uh, moving up in the world here. Wow. So he is. 
So he is, he is Scottish. Scottish. So it's legit. That's blowing my mind. They got the Lord of the Rings actor to voice Will Kenrith in Magic Arena. Nobody told us. Nobody told us. <laughs> Billy Boyd is incredible. Number one. And he's Pippin. He, he's Pippin. And he also is a very, very talented musician. Um, he wrote the song that he sings in Return of the King, Aww. which is like one of my all time favorite parts. Wow. Um, what? I'm, I'm like in shock right now. I'm like, I need to like Snopes this. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would they lie about it? I don't know. Ready, Will? By your side, I am always ready. Yep, 100%. I enjoy the proper application of knowledge. That's Billy Boyd. I appreciate clean victories. <laughs> A bit of style doesn't hurt. I worry about father. <laughs> Why does he say that in the game? I, don't I know. worry about father. Oh my goodness. I worry about father. Oh, everyone, there's not a lot to talk about in the world of standard, but there's plenty more happening in magic. <laughs> Say, Rowan, have you heard about the story where the one ring was destroyed? <laughs> Did you know I helped with that? Do you want to hear about the Kenriths and... Uh, and oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do story time. Let's do story time. Do you know what? We've traveled uh, far enough away from standard already. All right, hit me, story time. Okay, so uh, we the first episode of the Strixhaven story is just like a little overview of like so many different things happening around the place. Great, because we're yes. first time here. Liliana is a professor, as we know. Yep. And so at the very beginning, she's walking around the biblioplex because she's annoyed with the faculty meeting that she was in. <laughs> Classic Liliana. Classic. Also, we find out that apparently she went here and was obviously a witherbloom. Oh, um, she did. Yeah, I guess so. And she's like, oh, nobody, rec- like, they don't recognize her in her disguise. I mean, And then she's, like, walking around. And then she, um, and Orique is in the biblioplex. And they try and fight her. And then they disappear. Um, I mean, Liliana's, like, hundreds of years old, right? Yeah. So maybe, like, she's like, um, why don't you recognize yes. me? It Apparently it's 600 been, exactly. years ago. Um, but Strixhaven has also been around for a very long time. Yeah. So, okay. So that's that. Liliana's there. Okay. Then we go to um, Will and Rowan Kenrith. Yep. And Kazmina has been like, you're going to come to school here. And they're packing to go. And Rowan's like, let's get going. And Will is like, I can't let's decide. Let's get going. <laughs> no, that's Ro- Rowan t- is like that. time for second breakfast. <laughs> Will, Will is like, I can't decide which of my books to take because he's a big nerd. I can't decide which of my books to take because I'm a big nerd. I don't know Scott, how Scottish would say nerd. <laughs> I, I kind of thought you got there, honestly. <laughs> All right. I, you know, I'm going to keep do- doing uh, this yep, the entire I time. So. Okay. So, uh, um, and then Rowan's like, do you know what? Stop this. We're just going to go. And apparently they have like a bond that they always have to planeswalk together because she like oh. planeswalks onto Strixhaven and he has to go with her. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and so they arrive and Kaz- it turns out Kazmina was the one who was like, hey, y'all, you should come to Strixhaven. Yeah. I don't remember if I said that already. Yeah. But anyways, she's like, come to school here. You'll learn to be better mages. And they're like, cool, we will. So they arrive um, and... They're like, they go to the camp, cam- Kazmina's like, here's the campus, go, I have other stuff to do. Check out the quad. Ex- basically. <laughs> um, and they go in, and they're just like walking around, they see a duel between Silverquill and Prismari students, and obviously Rowan just jumps in and is like, well, I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, and so they're having a good time in this duel, Cute. and they, but Will notices, like, they they are able to, like, cast spells together that usually are, like, very harmonious. <gasps> Twin magic. But something feels weird about it. And Will is, the o- Will is like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. Yep. Rowan. You got it. Um, and so that's, like, kind of, like, one of the underlying themes of this is that, like, something feels kind of off um, mm. to Will. Okay. Uh, but Rowan is pretty impetuous and is just like, whatever. Um, Great. Yes. And then, so we get to see, like, you know, that and a little bit of their dorms. And then... <laughs> Dorm life. You know, they're just chilling. Um, and then, all, oh, yeah, when they're, like, in the duel, a whole bunch of, like, the Silver Cold students are, like, stay out of this first years. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, frosh. Um, <laughs> and then uh, at the very end of it, Kazmina, um, her owls, she can, like, see through the owl's eyes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so Weird. we see... On another part of um, the Strixhaven or the Arcavios um, plane, 
like on a different part of the continent. Yeah. Um, Luca and Mila are running around and she's watching them. And then the Orique capture Luca <gasps> and Luca is like, and then we transfer to, you know, Luca's point of view. And Luca is like, I could beat all of them if I if I wanted to fight these Orik right now, but that's not like the point. So we don't know <laughs> if he's I don't know if he's a spy yet or if he's trying to join them. So the Orik are from the Dark Shadows. I mean, strip school. saving schools. They're just like they're like the bad. You know, they're the bad guys right now. Okay. We don't really know much about them, but I'm just saying that they're probably from, they're the, probably bad from the bad schools on the mystery Think continent. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, they take him into a cave, and the cave is full of like the little mage hunters and stuff, which are kind of spooky. And then um, at the very end of it, someone is like, "Oh, hey, um, Luca, welcome," and he's like, "You know my name?" And they're like, "I, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I, I yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> what what Anyways, else can I say? So there's like, you know, there's somebody who's going to use Luca for some kind of spooky purpose, or maybe Luca's using them. We don't know. Oh, yeah. okay. Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. And Liliana was talking to some of the deans and was like, we have to tell people that the Orique were in the library. And they're just like, you get a little bit of a sense that like, maybe. They don't care. Yeah, or that maybe Strixhaven has just been, not in on it, but that they've been kind of like feeling like they're at the, you know, they're at like the top of their game. Like they're the pinnacle of this plane. They're like the mage school. Yeah. And they kind of feel like, why would we be worried about this? Like those are just like myths or like those are just like scary stories that people tell So they're the parents in, um, what am I trying to say? Home Alone. In Goosebumps books. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I don't know. Yeah. Home Alone was the first movie with parents that I thought of. Um. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's that. Which character in Magic? I have a question for you. Yes, has the biggest RA energy. Wow. Okay. Great question. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um. The biggest RA energy. I feel like Tamio. <laughs> Tamio does. I was going to say a Johnny as well. Oh, a Johnny totally does. A Johnny would be like a cool RA. Yeah. And Tamio would be the RA who's like, everybody be quiet. It's quiet I'm hours. St- it's quiet hours. This is studying time. And quiet hours are literally all the time. <laughs> no parties on Tamio's floor. Uh, <laughs> Great. Oh, so, that's yeah, interesting. That's just like a little intro. And I mean, Dipping her toe in. I can't imagine Liliana going to a single faculty meeting ever. Yeah, she was obviously not having a good time. <laughs> She's like, this is, this is dumb. Yeah. I mean, once you've sold your soul to a, like a weird dragon, elder demons. dragon and demon. Wait, who did she sell her soul to? A demon. Four demons. Four demons. Like you can't go to a faculty meeting. No, you you're know? really past that. <laughs> By the way, her card in the set, what is it? Uh, recall the past or whatever, where you can get yeah. back a planeswalker or something. The flavor on that card, the flavor text is just heartbreaking. Can is you look it, it up? It's about like, is it about Gideon? Or? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's why did Gideon something like, why did Gideon choose to save me or something? Confront the past, confront the past. I just, re- I just noticed that in a draft the other day. I was just like randomly looking at the card. Yeah. Why Gideon of all people, why save me? Yeah. <sighs> really good. That one, that one hits, that one slaps, if you will, <laughs> as flavor text, I think. It's time now to thank our other sponsor for the show, Ultra Pro. That's right. Ultra Pro just makes some of the most outstanding accessories for your magic gaming life, including, and this is super important, the Mystical Archive playmats are available only until the end of April. So these are like order on demand and they're going to just print them up. And then send them, which is the way that they were able to do it. Because, again, they're looking out for you. They wanted you to have access to all, to the art. all of the mystical archive yeah. art. And they, they couldn't just pick and choose. Like, be, like they couldn't make them all because that would have been, like, wild. Absurd. Um, but they were like, you can order it. 
and it's only until the end of April. So if you want there. some of this amazing art on a playmat, Ultra Pro is the only way to get it. Head on over there before the end of the month and make sure you order it. Yeah. Uh, opt. Oh, wow. Did I say something? Uh, I mean, they're all, they're all they're incredible. All, they're all incredible. And we love the fact that Ultra Pro always showcases the art from every mm-hmm. set. If the Mystical Archives art isn't your thing, they've also got art from featuring all of the colleges in Strixhaven. Yes, of on course. On playmats, deck boxes, sleeves, binders, whatever you want, they've got it available. Yep. We love celebrating it. If you want stuff it. that matches a commander deck that you picked up, a yeah. commander 2021 deck, They'll have that for you. Absolutely. You can get a deck box. You can get sleeves. You can be all matchy-matchy. Absolutely. Let people know where you stand. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thanks Billy for Boyd. listening. It's me, Is Billy Boy. It's me. I voice I voice Will Kenrith in Magic the Gathering Arena. <laughs> Don't you know? I really hope that our Scottish <laughs> listeners continue past this episode. They're never coming back. They're never coming back. <laughs> they're not even listening now. They already turned it off the first time you did. Know, they're like, nope, we're done here. <laughs> it would just be great if one of the random Will voice lines just was like, I'm a fool of a took or whatever. Just like randomly people are like, what? What? I mean, we've. I feel like we've broken some big news today. Good luck, high five. So, okay, look, here's, here's all I want. Is for people to like make make a magic arena that has Will Kenrith on the battlefield, but he's just saying lines from the movie. I mean, honestly, let's just do that. That's what we want. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much (laughs) to everyone who's a sponsor or a patron of the show over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. And especially shout out again uh, to uh, Mike and Chris. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you want your name read out on a show, head on over there, become a new patron before our next episode. And we will read your name on the air to thank you. Uh, It it really means so much to us because it is the biggest source of income for the show that keeps it going is all of you. So even if you're like a dollar, that doesn't seem like enough to help them. Mm -hmm. It definitely is because those little dollars all add up if enough people choose to support what they love. Well, <laughs> I just am, I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> it's true. Everything that we found out on today's episode. I mean, seriously. Yeah. We we went down so many rabbit holes, but yes. those rabbit holes had gold in the bottom of them. Exactly. Just like every <laughs> leprechaun is hoping to find. Thank you to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro as we close out the show this week. Um, and thank you for listening again and having us as part of your lives. Coming out your cat's mouth, your dog's butt, or in fact, however you listen to the show. It's wonderful to have you with us every single week, which yeah. is truly the greatest gift, other than finding out that Billy Boyd voices Will Kenrith. Which is... <laughs> Which just can't be beat. Can't, can't be, be beat. beat. It can't be beat. <laughs> <laughs>